Story Eleven of White Tail the Deer's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. White Tail's Adventure in the Camp. The rain made White Tail's difficulties worse, for the logs and stones were so slippery that he stumbled time and again, and to avoid a fall, he had to slacken his pace. The dogs, on the other hand, kept up their pace, as the slippery things did not seem to bother them, and they began to gain on the fleeing buck very rapidly. Their deep baying drew so near that Whitetail became startled. But all this time the rain was planning to help the buck, although he did not know it at the time. He was feeling very uncomfortable, as well as frightened. The steady downpour soaked him to the skin, and the driving wind splashed the raindrops in his eyes, half blinding him. When the dogs drew so near that Whitetail felt they would soon see him, he turned abruptly around and ran at right angles to his former course. He had not tried dodging before, but had kept on a straight course. To his surprise, he heard the barking of the dogs grow suddenly fainter, and then very confused. The fact was, the heavy downpour of rain had nearly blotted out his trail, and the dogs could not readily pick it up again. So long as he kept on in straight course, the dogs had followed him. But now, by dodging, Whitetail found he could easily elude them, so faint was the scent he left behind the rain washed that away and completely baffled the dogs it was a great blessing for whitetail was badly winded he was so tired that as soon as he left the dogs far in the rear he sought shelter from the rain he was almost exhausted with his efforts and a bed of leaves or grass would be the greatest blessing in the world directly ahead of him he saw an old deserted open camp standing in a partial clearing. It was built of pine logs, with a bark left on, and a roof and three sides. The front was left open, with an old campfire place of stones and rocks a few feet away. At first, Whitetail stopped and looked at the camp suspiciously. If the man-hunters lived in it, he should avoid it as he would puma or timber but if it were deserted, there would be no harm in seeking shelter under its roof. He watched, listened, and sniffed for a long time before he dared approach it. Then, by degrees, he walked closer until he had a chance to look inside. There was no one there, and it had not been inhabited for a long, long time. Whitetail could tell this by the absence of any odor, I think it's safe, he muttered after another close examination. I'll spend the night here. I'm dreadfully tired, and so wet I'm cold and shivery. He walked under the sheltering roof, and found a bed of sweet-smelling spruce boughs in one corner. They were perfectly dry, and Whitetail gave a grunt of satisfaction. It was a dry shelter, with a soft, dry bend already prepared for him. He dropped down on it with a sigh of intense relief. It rained hard all night. 
Whitetail could hear the floods of water pouring on the roof of his shelter, but under it the place was dry and warm. Darkness came early in the woods, and it was soon pitchy black. He felt perfectly safe if none of the night prowlers appeared. The rain, however, was a protection to him, for even Puma and Timber rarely ventured forth in such a storm. They preferred to do their hunting on clear, dry nights, when the scent of their prey was clear and distinct. "'I don't think anybody will disturb me until morning,' Whitetail said, "'and I can rest here in peace.' "'But, of course, you can never tell what may happen in the wild woods. Suppose Puma or Timber Wolf should be caught away from home in the rain.' if they were and saw the open camp they would very naturally seek it for shelter just as whitetail had done it was quite early in the evening when whitetail was awakened from slumber by a thump thump outside it came nearer and nearer whitetail was so frightened that he could scarcely breathe he trembled in every limb some animal was coming around the side of the open camp before Whitetail could leap to his feet to run, a head was thrust around the corner, and a pair of wonderful eyes looked at him. At the same instant, the owner of them caught sight of Whitetail's. "'Hello, Bumper!' Whitetail exclaimed, when he recognized Bumper the white rabbit. "'Don't be afraid. I'm Whitetail the deer.' "'Well, i'm mighty glad of that replied bumper approaching you gave me an awful start at first i thought you were mr fox or sneaky the wolf or puma and i thought you were timber wolf or the man-hunters or their dogs seeing that we were both wrong then said bumper we might share this camp between us you have no objection i hope no i'm glad to have company I'm dreadfully excited and alarmed. Then he told the white rabbit about his adventures, ending up with the pursuit by the dogs and his escape to the deserted camp. You certainly did have a hard time of it, said Bumper when he had finished. And you're a long way from home. I do hope you can get back without accident. What's that? Bumper stopped, and Whitetail raised his head in alarm. There was a scream outside, and then a wild commotion in the bushes. The next moment something came rushing in the camp, and flopped down right at Whitetail's feet. It was Rusty the Blackbird. Help! Help! Oh, help me! Rusty cried. Great Horn the Owl is after me! Here he comes now! And out of the darkness swept a shadowy figure that hardly made any noise. But the moment it saw Whitetail, it stopped and circled around his head. Whitetail raised his head and swung his big antlers threateningly at Great Horn. Look out, he said, or I'll hit you. Don't come any nearer, Great Horn. Is that you, Whitetail? asked Great Horn. I didn't know you were here. Well, I won't disturb you. I'm after Rusty there at your feet. Let me have him, and I will leave at once. You will leave at once without Rusty, 
replied Whitetail. He's a friend of mine, and I'm going to protect him. Hoot, hoot, shouted the owl in laughter. I'll take him whether you want me to or not. He made a swift dive for poor Rusty, but Whitetail's big antlers swung around and knocked him over. One prong hurt Great Horn so that he flew back to a safe place. If you come nearer, I'll hurt you worse the next time, warned Whitetail. Great Horn sat there and considered for some time, his great eyes blinking and winking. What are you doing here, Whitetail? he asked finally. Don't you know you're on Puma's hunting grounds? Well, if you don't know it, you ought to. I think Puma might be interested in knowing it. Now give me Rusty at once, or I'll fly away and tell Puma. This threat made Rusty tremble, and Bumper shiver in his corner where he was hiding under the bows. But Whitetail did neither. Go and tell him, Great Horn, he replied. I won't give up Rusty. I'll protect my friends and Great Horn flew away. What he did will appear in the next story. End of Story 11